conversation with you about something I wrote this morning that's kind of taken on a life of its own, uh, and that is being a stranger in a strange land. Feeling, yeah, I, we are all political animals. You listen to the show or not, it doesn't matter. You're a political animal. Uh, people are political animals, uh, some more so than others, but all of us engaged in some way in politics. And I have to tell you, I have more and more over the last year in particular uh, felt very much to be uh, out of place and out of sorts in politics. And I've been dwelling on this a while, and I haven't really talked about it with you guys. And I know a lot of you, yeah, the book signing in Lawrenceville had a lot of people come up and say the same thing. Where is my place in the world today? Where do I belong I don't know that I have an answer to it, but I'll tell you for myself, uh, I don't know that I belong in either party. I'm certainly more inclined to vote Republican than Democrat. I was an elected Republican, and there are a lot of great Republicans out there. Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, Ben Sass, Rand Paul. Uh, my goodness, I, I, I like Mike Pence a lot, and there are days that, that I applaud the president, but there are a lot of days that I don't. His attack on John McCain today and seeing a lot of Trump supporters attack John McCain as a traitor because they disagree with the president is horrifying. I want my kids to know that there's more to life than politics. And in fact, most of life is not politics. Even though the left, I think, really does uh, want to make everything political, we have to resist the temptation. And part of this, if I am real honest with you and honest with myself, it comes down to one thing. I have spent more time in the past few years trying to reconcile my faith in my politics, and oftentimes they clash and I see a lot of my friends trying to squeeze their faith into their politics. And I got to conform. I think I got to conform my politics to my faith. And where the two collide and clash and are in conflict, faith's got to win out on politics. So I've been more mindful. What What is my role to the widows, the, the poor, the refugee, the orphan? What is government's role? I, I listen, I, and I don't want any of you to hear that. I think that that we need the government to be doing things uh, because I think that's social justice, liberal theology nonsense. Um, it, we have an individual obligation, and I think the 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 liberal theologians and the le- secular left they like to offload their obligation to government so the homeless man can be an abstract person, a abstract problem that someone else in government, a bureaucrat, deals with. We, the individuals, have to deal with it. Seek you first the welfare of the city. That was what Jeremiah said. Uh, Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for it in its welfare. You will find your welfare. I think we've got to seek the welfare of where we are. We've got to seek the welfare of this country. We're strangers in a strange land called home to somewhere else. And for a while, I thought I was in the tribe headed in a certain direction. And now I don't know where the hell I am or where they are. I think I know where I am. I don't think I've changed. I think a lot of them have changed. And Things just seem discombobulated. The world seems like it has lost its mind, this country included. I, I saw today at, out in Los Angeles, there was a, a drag queen dressed as a demon, an actual demon, reading books to children for a, a drag queen story time. I was like, what on earth? We really have gone insane. So what do I want? I don't know that I want a new party, but I certainly want my party back. And I think the Republican Party has lost its way. So I did an hour on NPR this morning. There were a bunch of liberals who would call in very upset uh, and and think I wanted sympathy for screwing up the country or something. You know, I I don't have a lot of regrets in politics. There are some things I'm not proud of. I did. I wrote about them in my book, as a matter of fact. 
but I, I, I don't regret one bit backing Tea Party challengers in Republican primaries. In fact, I think a lot of the people that Republican Tea Party activists supported went to Washington and broke their promises, and that gave rise to Donald Trump. The The fact that these people went to Washington promising one thing and did something completely opposite, uh, they left people in an existential crisis with no hope of help, thinking they had tried everything they could, so now they needed to blow it up. And, and I get that, and I don't blame them. And to the extent that Donald Trump is God's wrecking ball, God bless him. But I've had a lot of people tell me that Trump is Cyrus and he's basically he's restoring the kingdom. He, he's restoring people to the promised land where they can rebuild the temple. And I'm starting to wonder, is it really the story of Cyrus or the Maccabean revolt? That's not in the Bible unless you're Catholic. Maccabees is in the Apocrypha. In in the Maccabean revolt, revolt uh, that Hanukkah revolves around, they they cleansed the temple. They purged Jerusalem of the pagans. They took back the temple. They restored it. And it went downhill really fast. Uh, ultimately, we got to Herod because of the Maccabean revolt. The, the people fared poorly after Judas Maccabeus and, and the like uh, took over the temple and restored Jerusalem and set up their own kingdom. It, things did not turn out well for them. And I just think there are a lot of people on our side, and if you're listening, I, I venture to say you probably lean center right. Not all of you do, but most of you do. If you only hear one thing that I say tonight, hear this. I think there are a lot of godly people who are searching for political solutions to spiritual problems. And Donald Trump is a political solution for spiritual problems. And I don't think we have the ability to create a heaven on earth. I don't think we have the ability to solve the spiritual problems. God does. And right now we've got a Republican Party that just seems out of whack. We've got a Democratic Party that has been hijacked by mean-spirited secularism. They preach, uh, evil preaches tolerance until it's dominant, then it seeks to silence good. That's what we see the Democratic Party doing to people these days. I want a new party, or at least a, a conservatism that's actually conservative, that's not defined by beating the left, but actually has ideas that recognizes there are some people who can't take care of themselves, and if we're a party of life, uh, there are people we have to take care of. We can't just throw them out onto the street, and I don't think a lot of Republicans want to do that, but there are some who do, who don't care. I want a pro-life party, a pro-family party, one that structures the tax code to benefit the family. I want a party that fights for school choice. That if we really believe that all men are created equal, we need to provide them as many equal opportunities as possible to get a good education so that when we don't have equality of outcome, we can certainly improve people's lot in life through a good education. I want a party that secures its borders but doesn't demonize its neighbors, that we don't attack Mexicans or, or people from Central and South America because of who they are or where they come from, but that we do secure our border and say you have to follow our laws to come here. I want a party that doesn't punish the kid who came over as a toddler with illegal alien parents who doesn't know any other country. I don't want to send that kid back home because this is the only home he's ever known. But I don't want to give his parents citizenship, let them stay maybe, but make them go home if they want citizenship. But at least don't break up the family, let them stay. They've been here for 30 years and they haven't broken the law, let them stay. Other than crossing the border, I get that point. But there's no reason for the vitriol. And I want a party that supports the First Amendment as much as the Second. 
I want expansive gun rights in this country, but I don't want a president who demonizes the press and threatens to shut them down because he doesn't like the news. And I don't want a party that cheers on the president and suddenly abandons their First Amendment stance because the president does. I want a party that's beholden to ideas, not men. That's what I want. You know, to the extent I've changed over the last few years, part of it going to seminary, I admit, I think I've changed for the better, but it has certainly opened my eyes to the number of people who try to write their faith standards to comport to their politics instead of having their politics comport to their faith. And it has really made me aware that more and more in this country, there are real spiritual problems and everyone's grasping for political solutions. The collapse of the family is a spiritual problem and it causes political problems. You know what I also want in this country? I want less cowards in the pulpit who are willing to talk about those spiritual problems. Because we got a lot of cowards in the pulpit. A lot of people who they don't want to be disliked by their congregation, that they're afraid they might lose members of their congregation. They they see the millennials. A buddy of mine in Nashville actually told me he went into a church today where the pastor told him he took down the cross because it was upsetting millennials. I am not making that up. We need Amoses in the pulpit. That's what we need. We need Amoses on the town square, and we need them in politics. And I don't know that we have enough of them. And I guess to the extent that I can do anything, I know there are a lot of you who are amening right now, and I can at least be a voice. I don't have to run for office. I can just be here and and tell you what I think. And you and I may disagree. There are plenty of times we have disagreed. But I'll tell you what I think, and we can agree to disagree But I'm certainly not going to tell you what I think you want to hear because I think the biggest problem in politics these days and talk radio and TV and everything else is there are a lot of people who are market testing research saying this is what they want to hear. Let me tell them this. And they don't even believe it. I will tell you what I believe. I won't tell you what you want to hear. And I believe that right now we got a lot of people searching for things that don't exist and ignoring the one thing that truly exists eternally. And I think that's polluting all of our sides in politics.